0: Hello and welcome back to the Football Index Podcast, episode 115, 115, the last one of 2019 and I've got the pleasure of being joined by someone that I've been trying to get on for a while but he's been evading me and he, it's been so long that he's actually changed his, his name on Twitter. So he used to be Dougal Maguire and he's now changed to Dara Hines, which I presume is his actual name. How are you doing, Dara?
1: Good knowing yourself.
0: Yeah, not too bad, mate. Not too bad. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about your uh, Football Index journey and kind of like how it's, how it's been up until this point and then why you, uh, why you went and changed your uh, your Twitter person. profile? Yeah.
1: Um, so i probably start with the Twitter thing, probably be the easiest. I kind of just, well, it was, I had kind of a personal Twitter account and then I had the FI Twitter account and they were kind of like both. The kind of personal kind of turned into an FI one as well. So I said, probably we just better off to keep it all in the kind of one thing. Uh so that's how the t- the Twitter thing changed. It was such uh, a
0: shame though. That was such a iconic Dougal Maguire, you know? It's uh... Yeah, no,
1: yeah. Uh, I don't know, I um yeah, I suppose just, just to keep everything on the one on the one track. Keep it keep it nice and simple. Uh so about my uh journey, uh started really in March. But I go back a bit further when how it kind of all started, I was always in debating. Um used to, big into big family into racing, so we'd always be going racing and you'd always be betting. Um when I saw, when I turned eighteen I probably opened around nine or ten betting accounts with every different type of bookie, getting those uh the free bet offers that you get at the start. Kind of use them. Um kind of lost lost a lot of money there the first year till <laughs> doing doing and that kind of stuff. Came across then came across a uh, F I Probably came about last year at some stage, probably mid summer or something like that last year. But I was kind of reluctant to join us. Don't know why. Just thought it seemed like a scam. Uh, <laughs> what, why why did I, that?
0: Why did that? Why did it think? I don't know. I, when abouts was that? And why did you think it was that way? Because I've been having a lot of not debates on Twitter, but kind of chats on Twitter with people who, again, are, are hesitant to jump ship.
1: Because I I think why it was me because. Um, you know how like betting and stuff. There's always you have your winners and your losers. And you just looking at FI, it seemed that everyone was a winner. So you don't know how like where all this money is going. To like if you're making if you're making this money, who's losing the money? If you get what I mean? You know, like you don't. All you were seeing was winners, and it just seemed like this was kind of the front that was pushed just to try and entice people in. Just kinda of, it just seemed just seemed a bit dodgy. But I was like that was only I was only just skimming across it. I actually didn't really look into it at much at that stage. You know, I only kinda of really started looking into it there in February. I think I was a member for about two or three weeks before I kinda of first redeposited really then in March and kinda of started sucking all my gambling money and kinda of put that all into it. And I think I put in the savings and I think everything's really in at this stage.
0: Yeah, how
1: how's it been since? Oh, it's been great. It's like I've never looked back since. So, like the the money that the money that I've made is it's incredible. You wouldn't even be able to think of it, like, and I wouldn't have ever thought I'd have this much money in what is kind of like a gambling kind of platform. You never think this. In my wildest strange. would have had this much in it. And it's been so much fun as well. Like it's literally it adds another adds another layer to watching football. Like it's just made it... It was. I was always in love with football, but like it always, this football index kind of elevated that to another level. And I love, love kind of doing um, kind of analyzing and that kind of stuff. I really enjoy that kind of part of it as well.
0: Hmm. And when did you? Um, when did you start posting stuff on Twitter about it and kind of? Because I, I guess you know, you were actually posting content on Twitter. A lot of your stuff was really great.
1: Yeah. Um, so I probably started like a kind of. The first few months, I think, uh, up until May, like I didn't even pass any remarks of the PB matrix, which some a lot, well, a lot will laugh at, um, just never really was kind of interested in that kind of stuff. I don't know how stupid that sounds, but um, yeah, I kind of was just kind of posted stuff, kind of looking for players to buy, looking for other people's opinions, uh, for the first kind of few months, and then over the kind of summer, I kind of started. When when there was no games on, start to understand the PB matrix a bit more, and then start to understand the MB and all the other kind of layers of FI, rather than just buying youngsters, which is what I kind of started off with.
0: Um, that's that's really interesting. I I do remember seeing your uh. Your thread on Pogba and his position, and and just being like, I need to get this guy on the pod, but um, that was ages ago, wasn't it? And since that then, was, you've yeah. deleted that. You've deleted that thread, which we'll talk about that in a, a later. But um, a couple of miscellaneous questions here, Fi Headhunter. Do you think the next dividend rise will be small or far away? And I think this has something to do with your old yeah. kind of profile. I don't really, mate. I don't really know what he's on about. I'm not going to lie. You're going to have to educate me.
1: It's a bit of a, it's a joke on uh, Father Ted where uh, Father Ted is explaining the Dougal the small toy cows are kind of close and then the cows that are far away are life size but they both look kind of like the same size if you get what I mean, John, because one is closer and one is farther away. Uh, I presume, I'd say the next uh, would be far, far away.
0: I've I've never watched it. I don't actually know oh, what it how is. Are you? Oh, Jesus. How have you never watched it? <laughs> i'm sorry i'm gonna have to i'm sorry uh we've got a question here from fi wacky trader question for fig as it's coming to the end of the year who's been your favorite guest in 2019 and why um no, garded... obviously me. Obviously yeah obviously you no here, you, yeah. mate it's saved the best for last <laughs> i mean you're def- yeah. you've definitely been the hardest to get on that's for sure <laughs> Uh, we've had to rearrange and rearrange yeah, you've you've rearrange changed <laughs> you've changed who uh, <laughs> uh who you are on twitter so definitely you yeah no i think there's been there's been loads of awesome guests personally i really enjoyed the um the fig 100 i've got to say uh, no no particular favorites on 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 that panel but um doing it in front of an audience and Doing it with uh, three other people on the show was just awesome. I really, really enjoyed doing it. Shitting myself at the start, though. I mean, (laughs) I was like, crap, there's actually people in front of me and they're expecting me to talk for an hour. And, uh, yeah, a couple beers down, maybe uh, a little less nervous, but it was good. Uh, He's got a question for you, though, as well. Uh, Who would make the best Santa, Adam Cole or Mike Bowen?
1: Uh, I'd say Mike Bowen because he'd probably rep all the presents and FI advertising get the name out there.
0: Yeah. Get to get
1: get F F I into every
0: household. <laughs> Down the chimney. Yeah, yeah. I like that. <laughs> uh... RC <laughs> oh, so says uh you've got to buy two uh secret Santa presents for the FI bigwigs. Let's go for Adam, Cole, Mike, and Kieran and one or two of the I'll call calling the employees because RC uses a bit more of a uh, say negative word of your choosing. Uh, what are you what are you buying? What are we buying?
1: Uh, I haven't really thought this one through that much. Um, oh, who are they? Adam Cole again? Uh, gee, I wouldn't even know. Unfortunately, you know, this is the one I don't have an answer for.
0: <laughs> you don't know what you get. Come on. No, I don't
1: know what I get them. Uh, what would you get them? I'll base my answer
0: off that. I don't know. He he loves he loves a good holiday. Maybe a uh somewhere to the Bahamas or uh I don't know. I don't know. He yeah, he's uh he's a big tennis fan, isn't he? Is Maybe he? a tennis tennis racket, I think. Yeah, he's a tennis fan, I think. What about what about Mike and Kieran? Mike and
1: Kieran. Um Jeez, I I still don't know, I'm sorry. I I don't have anything for these. Um oh geez i don't
0: know yeah i don't know mike maybe something to do with liverpool kieran i don't know kieran's a fellow irishman so yeah yeah he is (laughs) 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 something new
1: (laughs) yeah
0: i think it'd be easy to get you know tom randerson something to do with Leeds. um alex from fi something to do with you know scouting young players, yeah, you could do it with Daniel. dan neil he's a he's a hammers fan as well, so yeah, it' just have to be football related, wouldn't it I, exactly yeah, you know exactly, don't, don't know the intricacies of their personal lives, so uh no, yeah, we go with that, but I think we'll move to some uh move on to some more serious questions in a Seriously. moment, <laughs> but before we do, just need to ask you guys if you're not. If you haven't uh, subscribed to the podcast already, please do subscribe. The button's right there. If you guys haven't left a review, there's nearly 200 on iTunes. So if you're listening on Apple, please do leave a review. It takes like 30 seconds. Uh, If you guys haven't... uh checked out my latest youtube videos uh one is uh the latest episode of the bank builder series where we got over to nearly 200 pounds and uh, there's also the latest couple episodes of the podcast which you should check out one with phil tyra which was awesome and then there's a bloopers and outtakes episode a festive special for 2019 which uh, had some some funny uh funny bits out of it but on to the questions uh, this is from yourself dara uh, yeah. why, <laughs> why did he delete it why did you delete the Pogba thread?
1: He had stupidly deleted us when he was when he was clearing his Twitter timeline of all the crap I've been posting for the last three years before I put my name on that crap.
0: <laughs>
1: unfortunately, oh. unfortunately, he deleted us. He, oh, he looked. Mate. He looked in. He looked in the Twitter data, but he couldn't find us. Unfortunately.
0: Oh, oh mate, I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's um... so you still couldn't find it anywhere. I no, wish. No, I took him. Yeah. I was asking on on Twitter and loads of group chats. Anyone had a uh, had some sort of some sort of screenshot of it, but I had I got no luck. No,
1: unfortunately. I it it's, it stood its time. It uh, I think it served its purpose for the moment for the time it was in it.
0: <laughs> Do you want to uh, remind us of the kind of gist of it?
1: Okay, um Yeah. So it was. It was really just during the summer. I think it was a Monday. Monday I don't know why. I remember the day, but I do. Um, <laughs> remember
0: the day. Doesn't remember what yeah, it's about though. Can't, can't redo the tweet.
1: <laughs> that's that's where the memory ends. Um, no, I was kind of just looking. Pogba was such a divisive figure on FI for the, really the whole of summer, um, and you were just kind of seeing uh, opinions either side, but there was no real kind of fact based to it. And uh, so I kinda of decided I was I was off one more and then I kind of I kind of already had it in my head I kinda of knew well I uh that uh, this theory that his uh M B did drop since Solskjaer took over because he was a less combative figure than uh Mourinho would have been. So I said oh, it's all good and good good and well posting that but trying to actually put some facts behind it. So that's kinda of started I started off with the M B and then I kinda of decided then it was Another part was his penalties and that was kind of a big, uh, everyone was kind of on about if he gets taken off penalties you won't be able to win PB anymore so I kind of looked more to that and then I kind of expanded into his position. And, uh, yeah, made it for some interesting readings,
0: and and they were to do with kind of him playing further forward or or further back. So do you want to dig into yeah. that a little bit more? Because it was super interesting. I remember reading that and being like, "This is some next level shit." <laughs> How has he gone through like every game and looked at like where his average positioning was and stuff? It was awesome.
1: Yeah, so like I I didn't look through every game. I kind of just I looked at uh, went through over his uh, his PB wins, and I was kind of point winning the flash score then and kind of, what well, I want kind of used flash score so it might be his actual position for that game but I kind of looked at where he was playing and it showed there a pattern that he was playing in a more forward role when he was winning the P- when he was getting his PB wins and getting his high scores. So I kind of deduced and then I kind of started looking at a few more of his lower performing P- uh, PBs and found that he was kind of sitting in a, in a deeper role alongside with I, or Whoever was playing at that stage.
0: And did you uh, did you expect that much of a reaction? Because it got like I don't know 150 likes or something like that, and there was um, so many comments in it. Uh, what did I, you think?
1: I kind of I, I kind of did and I didn't. I didn't expect it to get as big as it was, but I did kind of expect it to kind of, get a bit of attention because it was kind of really, like, uh, like literally every second tweet and you no. Know, throughout the summer was just pog, like pog with this, pog with that, pog with this. Uh, So kind of just to put a bit of facts behind it, I thought it was going to uh, turn a few heads, not as many heads as it did do in the end, but I thought it would turn a few.
0: (laughs) And uh, did you expect some of the, I don't want to call it backlash, but some of the comments were slightly abrasive, weren't they? Yeah,
1: Uh, I, I kind of expected that too because... Like it's it's your hold at the end of the day, do are like your whole you might have a lot of money in them. And that thread did kind of diminish a lot of uh, Pogba's qualities on FI where it kind of showed that he was a kind of a declining asset at that time. So you I I was kind of expecting people to come to come out and and defend him. Uh not not the, not the way some some did but uh yeah, you'll have that on Twitter.
0: It is what it is, man. I think yeah, exactly. a, lot of, a, lot, a lot of people enjoyed it, so that's, that's all that that is really. <laughs> um, but we've got another Pogba-related question here. FI Headhunter, if Pogba is given a free role by Gol- uh, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, will he become the king of the index?
1: Uh, I could definitely see him come to the king of the index again. No doubt about it. Um, oh, I was looking at something there today. Since the 1st of October, and he hasn't played, he's still the joint second highest MB returner, which is like for two, for two months when he hasn't played a game. But he only came back there in the last, the last two games. Only played a bit part, so he still does have this huge MB pull. And um, even the the game against Newcastle, like he posts a 135 score in just 45 minutes, and no goals or assists in that. So that is a fairly decent score. So if he has his if he has his PB and we already know who his MB, he can he definitely can go back to the king of the index.
0: Mm. Does this McTominay injury potentially threaten that? Do you think he could play in that does,
1: too? It does actually because I, kind of, I was looking at it as McTominay and Fred were kind of performing a kind of more solid partnership since the start of the season Fred performed very well um, and kind of I thought Pogba would fit in perfectly then with the three with Greenwood Rasher and Marciella front and Pogba in a more free role. I thought that was going to suit him perfect but this McTominay injury knee ligament is it? Or suspectedly Suspected, leave, leave, suspected leave. yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. that could definitely be because then Pogba might be pulled back into a deeper role alongside friendly, He might have more responsibilities rather than just being let go free. Um, depends now if they'd sign someone in January.
0: Mm. Also depends whether or not he's on penalties. I mean, Rashford's got a, exactly, a decent yeah. record, doesn't he? It'd be interesting yeah. to see what happens when the next penalty comes up.
1: Definitely. Definitely be very interesting because Rashford has done so well, uh, and uh, you, if you have your strikers scoring, it gives a lot more, lot more confidence to them. Mm,
0: mm. It'd be interesting to see uh, if you do another one of your threads if he starts <laughs> playing well, or maybe if he doesn't stop, uh, if he doesn't do any well, uh, good. Exactly, um... it might be an opportunity for me. Yeah, mate. Get yourself back on the uh, football index map after uh, complete uh, Twitter change there. Which sure. I, I was, I I couldn't like when you when you messaged me, I was like, who is this guy and why have we talked so much?
1: Who is this? <laughs> who is this lunatic messaging
0: me? Uh We've got a question from uh, Fi Gardener here. Uh, football index has been life changing for some. So, as an uh, a fairly young trader, do you have any goals or milestones you were hoping to reach?
1: Yeah. So. Actually, I have an exact goal. I'll be, all, well, mostly out by September. And that's not, that's not a, I kind of become more reluctant about that day by day. But uh, I kind of started in March because I'm off to New Zealand in January for work. Um, You're off to where, I, sorry? I'm off to New Zealand oh, yeah, for, yeah. In, for work in January. So um, kind of money was put into FYU. was kind of money for care and a lot of kind of stuff. So unfortunately i probably will have to take out more of it comes next september
0: mate you should be getting the name out there i think i think football index is still you know you can still trade on football index in new zealand
1: yeah no no I, that, that that's the thing the, the whole money is the money was kind of put in there and I'll, i'm going to leave there still till september when i come back then from new zealand i'm going to want to buy a car and other kind of stuff will be in my final year college and stuff like that so i'll it's not that i want to kind of take everything out of football index It's kind of like i kind of need the money for kind of real life kind of stuff so unfortunately we will have enough
0: well i mean it's a it's a means to an end to it uh means to an end for for a lot of people so i mean fair mm. play like if it helps you uh, reach those goals i'm sure yeah. you'll be chuffed oh,
1: def- definitely has it's helped so much
0: yeah very jealous of the uh new <laughs> zealand trip as well yeah gutted i'm sure you're gutted uh, um, yeah it's uh it's interesting though a lot of people especially some with their bigger portfolios it's when you ask them they're very much like oh I don't know I, I don't know what I'll do with the money so it's it, it's never really no one's really got that kind of like uh, or very few people have got that kind of very clear aim in their heads
1: yeah kind of the defensive end goal kind of they're kind of most people are kind of in there for as long as you can get it out of I'll get out of it like unfortunately I have to be
0: I just take it out <laughs> well we'll see you'll, you'll definitely be back on i'm sure oh i, wonder, uh, I saying, like,
1: even if it's, if it's very small i'd still be involved in some sort of way Love i'm seeing it.
0: a lot of people tweet actually soon like uh recently oh um oh it, i think it's a good a time as any now to get back on fi uh, i've been off for like a year and a half which is super interesting and i've got a lot of people dming me actually saying oh you know uh I've been off for a year, but it seems more interesting now what's going on. I've seen it advertised a lot, blah blah blah. So yeah, it's it's interesting.
1: Yeah, and you see those what there was a tweet up there, I'm trying to look for it now. I can't remember who it was Who he put the down payment for his house. Um oh, I saw
0: that. It was I uh,
1: kind of, can't remember who it was. I'm looking on the hashtag F I on Twitter I don't think it's there but it's like that's incredible to think of someone that, to start like that and be able to put a down payment on the house
0: Football Index Hatter yeah, was it? Uh, was it? was it? yeah it was it was he said I'm out, I'm out for now time has come to be a proper grown up and buy a house the profits I've made over the last two years are life changing deposit and stamp duty paid for by a football index I'll be back in the new year amazing stuff it's Fair incredible
1: incredible things yeah things out there. why is that
0: impact on people's lives yeah, it's it's uh, truly incredible stuff. Amazing, amazing. Mm. Uh, very jealous of him as well. So uh, yeah, <laughs> there we are. I've uh, got a question from FI Van Grommet. Uh, what would you consider as a uh, successful 2020, both from FI's perspective as a platform and yours as an individual trader? So you've touched on the, the latter there. Why don't you go into it a little bit more um, in terms of what would you perceive as a successful year on FI in 2020 for you and then after that, the, the platform well, as well?
1: For me, it's just continued growth and get as much as possible. Stop making rash uh, trades, probably as well. I think I, I I look at the cash balance when I sell a player too often and think, "Geez, I gotta get rid of this. I gotta find someone quick before I miss something." And that's kind of one of my goals to stop making rash uh, trades. Probably again, it's just in, enjoy it. Um, it is a it's a great product, like, and it's, it adds so much enjoyment to watch again so just well, I obviously kind of be serious about it but enjoy it at the same time
0: mm. I think that enjoyment factor is underrated don't you think I think oh, definitely there's loads of people that tell me that they that, that it's not the profit marks that, that might see them leave they say when I stop enjoying it I'll probably leave
1: yeah that's it that's it exactly it. like if uh, there's no point doing this if you don't enjoy it I know it's, it's people have lots of money in it and all all that sort but joy will last as well because it won't last forever well hopefully hopefully last <laughs> <long> <laughs> hopefully spots, it will. hopefully <laughs>
0: <laughs> how has it changed the way you watch football and interact with football though Dara has it changed uh, that at all
1: like there's uh, I remember um, this is this is one of my first trades ever I think I bought the Woby and I was always in the mindset for the last two or three years that he was a rubbish player that he was no good whatsoever and I kind of looked at his price and looked at his age and you know, when you buy a player, then you think they're you're know, shouting at the TV. Like, why are why aren't they being played? All this kind sort of of stuff. Like, it completely changes your like your viewing on it. Same way as uh, as Betton did. Like, when you're when you're watching something, um, is you just, you see the game in a completely different light, and you kind of you you're it's very tunnel vision. If you're one player, like you're just looking at him the whole time and looking at his pass and checking his PB score it's changed completely
0: changed the game who, who do you sport oh. out of interest uh Celtic. <laughs> oh, okay fair enough fair enough so uh yeah not not too many Celtic players no. that are challenging for no PB. <laughs> not, not too much. many uh what about from fi's perspective what what do you hope for and expect for them as a, as a platform in 2020
1: um just uh bigger advertisements, definitely over here in ireland anyways like i was saying this to like like I'm the only person that I I don't know anyone that's not like that. I did come from Twitter that is actually an FI, which is incredible. To think like because I be I be very sporty and and all my friends be big in the football and all that kind of sorts, and they all they they all kind of think it's a scam. <laughs> um, uh, so I've I've been trying to, trying to convince them otherwise. Um, but like it like it still hasn't really kicked off here too big in Ireland at all. Like you don't see. The only advertisements that it see is on TV. So, like, gr- continue to grow its uh, advertisement, especially here in Ireland. What,
0: what, um, what was it like when it when you first saw it land in Ireland? And also, where do you think the big opportunities are for Fi? Because it is a a reasonably sized market, isn't it?
1: Yeah, um, I suppose like the, the first time I seen it was just on was on Twitter, which one of those ads, those ads that you see. That was probably the first time I seen it, and um, it's, you suppose you, you do start to see it a bit more on TV, it's on Sky Sports ads, it's on billboards going around. You see that, not in Forest's uh jerseys. I suppose I think like get more kind of familiar faces talking about it. I think is a big thing for me, do you know. Like if you see Jess selling Jimmy Carrigan or some someone talking about someone on about it, you feel more safe than kind of getting involved with it. Um I think just getting more getting more familiar faces, talking about more kind of the day to day faces. Um, that'll help well, it'll help ease people's minds, you know, like this, that this isn't actually a scam, that this is this is the real deal. And hopefully then this people start trying to get involved.
0: Yeah, I think that's the the kind of like marketing aspect, obviously you want to get as many people signed up and you want to retain as many people as possible. But there is also that kind of like building a brand element as well, right? Where, you know, it is perceived as this kind of like unique kind of strange product and the more legitimacy that's brought to it, the better, right?
1: Definitely. It is this very very unique um, product. Like there's there's nothing I could compare to. Like I never thought, never thought my lifetime that I'd be buying be buying players we've put a lot of money into buying uh, shares in a footballer <laughs> it's so a like, strange it, thing when you think about it is it, right? it is like when you when you break it down and like you're you're buying you're buying shares in a footballer uh when you when you kind of think when you kind of think of, kind of, think of it like that it, even though like i when, when i show my friends like in the last few months, they've actually started to come about. They've started to come around a bit. Like they're kind of looking us up a bit more. They're starting to get a bit more interested. So i hoping now, them uh, one of them will dive in eventually.
0: Did you Did you see my tweet about trying to convince my mate to come on?
1: Yeah, I seen that. Um Did you get
0: the kind of same reaction? I basically. Oh, I don't know. I get
1: the exactly the exact <laughs> same reaction. They all think like. When I when I showed them my portfolio and started explaining, so then they all thought I was a degenerative gambler. Like they thought I was going to lose everything. Like but everything. Like what? What the hell are you doing? This is this is a lot of money. Like this could like, this could all go tomorrow. Um, it is it it is very hard to kind of to change one person's mind, especially you know like when you're when you're the only one trying to convince a big kind of crowd, and they kind of all start saying, "Oh, this is uh, this is a scam." They kind of start saying to each other, and then it's kind of very hard to change their mindset and the whole thing.
0: Yeah, the, the tweet I put out was basically a conversation between a friend of mine and me on WhatsApp, and it was on Boxing Day, and he just went, uh, "Put on a fourfold, two hundred pound return. Arsenal, Everton, Chelsea draw, Leicester win." He said, "Easy cash," and I said, "Mate, just get on football index, please." But the, I didn't even have to say, you know, that's a terrible bet because it was. You know, Arsenal didn't win, Everton snuck a win, Chelsea didn't draw, they lost, Leicester didn't win, they got battered. Yeah. <laughs> <It was, laughs> Accumulators are terrible value, and a lot of people just don't really uh, realise that, do they? I mean, it's no. um, it's, know, it's terrible.
1: It's, yeah, I suppose that's just what that's what Ben has over FYS. scans instantaneous. So like you can you start the day off with a certain amount and you can double that amount by the end of the day. I suppose you can do that in F Y as well if you choose the right player. But I just that that thing is just kind of like testing your um and showing off your knowledge to your mates as well. Oh, I pre- I predicted four or five of these teams to win today. Um and I use my I have the money to prove it. Um hopefully one day you now uh, instead of lads showing each other acas they'll be showing each other. I boss. I bet a hundred shares in Nadi K before this match. His PB scores well known the last few games. I think he's going to score today. That kind of stuff. I feel that hopefully the culture changes to that eventually.
0: It's uh, it's super super interesting the way that people think about betting. Right? It's um, I mean a lot of so i I always say to people that you know there are only two to five percent of people that actually win on on betting sites because you're betting against the house you know they have traders they have odds compilers that are going to beat you most of the time but the problem is that humans naturally um we always overestimate how good we are at things so everyone thinks that they're above average at things that they regularly do so if you regularly gambled and i said to you look dara do you think you're above average at gambling and you said you'd probably say yeah (laughs) Uh, when the reality is that you might be average you might be below average you might be more than average but um, reality is that only 50 percent of people are above average gamblers and even the ones that are above average they don't make money uh uh, 45 of them which is crazy to think right
1: yeah no it is like and yeah it's kind of like it's gambling is kinda of a way to kind of prove that you know kind of sport better than other people or better than your friends I suppose. You so know like you can I bet on teams like oh I watch I watch this amount of games, I watch the a every weekend, I know this team. Um it's kind of a way to kind of prove your to prove your knowledge against someone else. Um and as well like yeah as you say, humans always think that we're better at stuff that we do more often. Uh, which doesn't always work out
0: definitely um hmm. well before we get into the next questions uh, just need to remind you guys that this podcast is sponsored by Index Gain if you don't know what they are and you've just started following me because I've had quite a few new followers recently uh, and you want to join a, an amazing thriving community of 5000 plus football index traders then they've got a great slack community and they've they are also a third party uh, data provider on FI so you can see historical PB scores uh, PB yields uh, and they've all even got OptoPowered powered reports so you can see every single stat that is part of the PB matrix. You can see that on Index Gain. It's pretty awesome. Check it out, indexgain.co.uk. And if you guys want a cheeky discount, you can use FIG 2020 for 50% off your first month. I don't know if uh, you use them yourself, Dara.
1: Oh, oh I use, it <laughs> use them all the
0: time. Use them all the time, did you say? Yeah. <laughs> uh, main, main bits that you like about them?
1: just checking on scores. <laughs> obsessed
0: with you just want to see the scores and then make more popular oh, friends, just, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> um, we've got another question here from FI Headhunter. He seems to know no bounds when it comes to asking questions. <laughs> uh, he says, uh, do you think a defender can become king of the index in the next two years? If you do, who do you think it might be?
1: Yeah, I actually really like to say that. this is one of my favourite questions from us because I kind of think about it was more, do I think a defender can top the index? No, I don't think so. Um, I was kind of looking the since the start of last season. Out of the top twenty dividend returners, there's only three defenders in that bracket. I think it's M- Maguire, uh, Alexander Arnold, and uh, I don't call me this. I think it's Juan Mata. Um, no, I I I think Kimmich was out of it. I was fairly. Really sh- now that you say it, that doesn't make sense. Um, <laughs> I definitely, I definitely seen three def Yeah, it, it probably is Kimmage. Uh There's definitely three, the three defenders in the top twenty different returners, and I just think the top of the index, Joe, like you, ha, you have to be, it has, to, you have to be able to win PB and MB, and the closest, the closest one to the moment to the top is obviously Alexander Arnold. Um. I think he ranks since the start of last season. He ranks seventh in PB, which is fairly decent. But like he's 69th in MB, so like when you when you look at the top, when you look at Neymar, he can win MB, MB, MPB. Jane Sancho is winning MB. The possible the transfer saga that'll come up eventually will win him MB. Sterling, the Euros ahead. I just think the top index has to be a regular earner in both. I just don't, can't see Alexander Arnold so like sixty ninth in uh MB since the last start last season. He's only returned seven uh, seven P in M B, which is very low I think.
0: Um
1: He's
0: only
1: he's only twenty one though. Exactly yeah, I, I do get that yeah, he's he's only twenty one, but I just think like Liverpool have had such an amazing last two seasons, you know like they're in the Champions League, they the one Champions League, they're top of the Premier League now. And he's still just for me not winning M B, which is like I think that's that holds him back anyways from topping um the index. As for other defenders, I just think goals grab headlines. So I I think um the news your newspaper is more likely to pick up you so on a player who scores a winning goal as opposed to a defender or that's that's my that's my thoughts on it. I don't know what your thoughts on it.
0: Yeah, I think obviously he is alluding to Trent. Um, he's he's not he's not made that too sly, has he? But no. um, <laughs> I I think it's an interesting one. I think obviously he's such a unique case because of I think there's that crazy stat that he averages about what, 70 passes a game which is most yeah, more than most like central midfielders there. in the in the Premier League and he definitely mm. dominates games from the position he's in. I do yeah. kind of agree with you from an MB standpoint that um could it be like a Liverpool captaincy or uh maybe a move to central midfield which then obviously this question would become defunct because he wouldn't be a defender anymore. Um mm. there would need to be a bit more of the, a lot of the reason why he's won M or he's winning MB today, as we record this, is the kind of tweet he did with uh, the Mbappe celebration, Mbappe, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah um, was... So maybe more of that kind of stuff, and he could be a, a big uh, MB winner in the future. I think he is obviously like a, a stunning player. He's, he's obviously very good for as an FI hold as well from a dividend standpoint. I think Messi only Messi's is one more PB than him. Is that right? Something like that. Um, no. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I think yeah. but... which is which is pretty insane to think about, it, especially as yeah, he's, he's only turned 21 in October. 21. Exactly. It, yeah, the next two years, I don't know. It be it be tough. I I reckon there are a few other ying, y- young English players that kind of have a higher fi ceiling than him below that maybe aren't already big club that could maybe have a better chance and i mean i'm talking about the the Jaden sanchez of this world which i think is is pretty obvious i'm not kind of advocating him as a buy but it's definitely those kind of players maybe have a one extra variable than trent because i mean if trent went to madrid for example he'd probably be worth less than he is at liverpool probably um so with trent he's in a kind of perfect scenario from a dividend returning standpoint right now whereas Someone else, like a Sancho, for example. I know it's a strange comparison. His he's not currently in the perfect situation, but the reason why he's worth so much is because he could become, he could be put in a better situation if that makes sense. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I get, I get what you mean. um Yeah, he probably he he is he is worth more now, I think, than he is will be at Madrid, or any of those, um, Barcelona or whatever club would we'll be interested in him. Um, yeah, see, it's it's kind of it's a tricky one. I just think, so like even even growing up as a kid, you always wanted to be a striker. You always wanted to be an attacking midfielder. I think that's just the same with FIA, I think forwards, midfielders, they just they grab those headlines. They're the ones their papers talk about. So I think that that just holds that holds the defenders uh, and be back. Like I'm looking, um, the top NB d- uh, returners, um. Like Maguire, McGuire, Wambasaka and the at are the top three different um, MB returners in the last year, and all all they all their MB came within the space of two months, basically, due to their transfers. And I just look at like Pogba, Ronaldo, Neymar, Salah. I know Pogba kind of Neymar kind of transfers, kind of they get a bit from the transfers, but they're just. They're just so easy to write about. They, they, they write their own stories, really. <laughs> it,
0: it would have to be a shift in kind of like football as we know it. And I think, yeah, you know, football has become a, a game where fullbacks becoming more and more important. Liverpool have showcased that really well. I think we've always had, you know, the Jordi Albers, the Danny Alveses at Barcelona, the Marcelos, the Carver Um, You know, at, at City, they might be slightly less important, but... It certainly is shifting just from a football standpoint that fullback's are becoming more important. And I'm wondering, you know, if Trent scores more goals, could he potentially be a bigger MB threat if he becomes Liverpool captain? There are a lot of like potential variables where he could mm. become a stronger MB, the stronger four MB, which would obviously then make him a contender for that quote unquote king of the index spot, I suppose.
1: Yeah, I suppose but um, Blake like even say since no since the start, start of last season, and Trent has, um, well, ex- excluding the win that he probably is going to get today, he's seven seven p in mb. When you think about it, in the last season, that corner against that corner against Barcelona, uh, that run to the Champions League, to uh, the run they have had in the Premier League, the fact he's only 20-21 all the assists he's got. You think about the incredible year that he's had, and he's only uh, he's only earned seven mb seven p and mb. Um, I don't know, it sounds like I'm talking him down, though. <laughs> um, I just think, yeah, I just think for uh, back to the question of the defender top of the index, I just can't see it. I think forwards are always the top of forwards or midfielders.
0: Well, they, they are usually worth the most in, yeah. in world football. I mean, if Sadio or, exactly. or Neymar or Mbappe. Uh, Transfer now, how much would they go for but then I mean, I always think about how much would how much would Trent go for now be uh be interesting
1: Very, very hard to compare
0: <laughs> he'd probably go for a lot of money oh, um, <laughs> uh, he would um I want to talk a little bit about your your trading strategy at the moment, uh, Dara, because i don 't think yeah. that's something we touched on a lot. Clearly, you're very analytically heavy. I mean, you, you talked about your love of uh, looking at numbers there on index yeah. gain and the, the the kind of thread about Pogba's positioning. You seem quite a meticulous character, someone that uh, is a stickler for a, you know attention to detail and all that. What what has your strategy been like since the start, and how has it evolved?
1: So kind of at the start, it was really just it was just looking at young players and transfer players. Really, I think the first two buys I had was Joe Gomez. I think he was out he was out of that time and the dressed again when he was getting linked to remember he got linked to United in January obviously ended up moving to PSG but they were kind of that was kind of the folks at the stairs um, the last three or four months has really shifted to dividends like completely to dividends Um, what I kind of look for is kind of out of favour players due to injury or just a poor string of form that's have the potential to score high on on the matrix. Um, kind of look at. I think sometimes I kind of just look at Twitter as well and see who's getting the pump and kind of <laughs> try try and ride along that for as long as I can as well.
0: It's interesting how that's kind of uh, changed though your strategy. What has been your uh, main, you know, strategy when trying to find that next PB winner or that next guy that's going to perform well for PB? How what are what are some of the indicators for you?
1: Uh, probably just a uh, pass score, saying oh, some player was injured without injured for the last few months or some something like that, and probably plays for uh, for a bigger club as well. I always just try to I think more so than now, this way I have changed away from youth players and it's just trying to justify the price, you know what what can he return. Um and I kind of I I try to think what I would think in a month or two's time. Try to try to try to get ahead of the trend rather than jumping on mid trends, mid to late trends, try and jump on the start. Um, I really have no kind of set strategy, it's kind of <laughs> I'm saying that when I go when I go with those kind of players, some players that I go against for various reasons, it's kind of really circumstantial whenever someone kind of pops up yeah, um, I don't really have probably it, it is all focused evidence I think most of my I think I only hold 10 players at the moment. but I used to be actually there's another point I used to have I think a hundred players or something like that and I've really started to dial it back in the last last two or three months and now like I'm in ten players and I remember when I started if someone was to we never have more than the 5% in one player, something like that. And now I have 25% in some players. Um, More, more kind of focused on the, the few rather than the many try and pick, try and pick up on rather opposed to like picking up on the growth of FI in general, try to pick up on these little sports and kind of get, get in and get out. You get what I mean?
0: Yeah, I think, um, that's one of the most common questions I get, actually. It's, uh, should I hold a lot of futures in few players or few futures in a lot of players? Why have you decided to go down um, that way?
1: Well, like, if, 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 if I was asked that, I'd definitely say for a person starting to buy many players and buy a few uh, and in a less quantity. Because like, that's the only way to learn. That's the way I learned. You learn what works and what doesn't work. I still, I still barely know what works and what doesn't work, but I think I'm a bit better, bit better than what I was at the start. Um, I don't know. I suppose you, you kind of, when I had a hundred, hundred players, you have these players, you have five or ten players that you know, like, you well, you don't really know, but you have this really strong feeling that they are going to, they're going to return something, they're going to return a good bit that wins. People start notices them. And they start uh, start picking up traction that they will earn you more. And I was kind of looking at them going and then you look at the other 50 or so players that are kind of uh, stagnated. So I kind of just decided gradually I uh, kind of drew uh, it back in a bit. Probably should have more than 10 players. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it yeah, depends yeah. what your
0: strategy is, right? I mean, exactly, if you have yeah. ten players and you really believe that they're undervalued, you really believe they're going to go up, and you really believe they're going to return dividends, then there's no reason why you shouldn't employ that strategy.
1: Yeah, and then but then then there's the element of look to it as well. Um, like, Depay, his injury like that can that can happen to any player, and he's what, he he dropped twenty twenty five percent within the space of a day. And like he was, he was one. He was a fairly decent of safe hold. He was a he was a good PV player. So good
0: like age, he, yada yada yada. Yeah, Had one year exactly. left on his contract. All that jazz.
1: Exactly. So it all, all takes is one or two players, and I'm up shit, shits creek.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, it's not uh, amazing, is it? Um, I want to no. talk a, li- a little bit about. Um, kind of what you think fi should be improving on because we, we usually have a lot of questions about uh you know media buzz uh, pb scoring matrixes the order books etc and um, what are you kind of like most concerned about as a platform at the moment and what are you most excited about in the future
1: um i wouldn't say i'm 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 too concerned or more since i still do, do think the pb matrix needs a bit of a tweak
0: okay what 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 bits do you think uh i
1: think i think crossing is i know a lot, a lot a lot of people think the same but i think just crossing is so highly scored um i think that that could do with a bit of a tweaking. um i think there's there's something about the amb where some players some players aren't picking up scores um Due to due to like bits missing out in the name or something like that, I'm not too too clued in about it, but I know it was changed there with Highland ha- wasn't it? Um, yeah, I think just I think every player, any story that is picked up, it should be kind of fair, it should be consistent across the board. Um, I know that kind of brings up other kind of issues. Um. What's, what's
0: What's your thoughts on this? <laughs> uh, I think crossing, I can see it. I think unsuccessful crossing um, is definitely something like I. I can't see how a player, um, you know, just whacking a ball across the box and it goes out for a goal kick is given the same amount of points as uh, it's given three points which is which is pretty nutty uh, an attempted uh, cross I, I do think there should be something about kind of like actual progressive passes like passes in the final third um because a lot of the time players that stack points where they're just passing it from center back to center back or center back to cdm back to center back back to full back etc i don't i think there's passes that are more valuable than others and i think you could do something like that um yeah there's also the the kind of whether there's debate about whether there should be a thing where if a player scores more than a goal in a game they should get more points because it's a it's a rarer thing to do right you get 35 points for one goal if you score another you get like an added 15 point bonus or something i I don't know what it could be but that that's an interesting element that i could see work for a lot of people because realistically if a player scores a hat trick you probably want them to you know you probably want them to be up there or in P- with a chance P- of winning winner. pb
1: yeah yeah exactly um rather rather than yeah you, you do think as players scoring a hat trick should be kind of should be winning on that day before it's unless unless someone else gets uh, four goals. Um, I uh, I'm pretty happy with Fi. I don't really have too much quarrel, too too much quarrels with them. I won't take over. They've done a good job so far. I think I will let them.
0: <laughs> the M B side of things is interesting, though. I think you mentioned there that the, the, the Haaland name change. I guess that's that's an issue, obviously. And um, I just love it if um, you know, if a, if a player's first name or second name or whatever, just them named in an article gets picked up i i seem to think that that could be feasible for a company of fi side, size at this point because at the moment you've got a name you know paul pogba in the headline for it to actually be attributed as a as an article which is can prove troublesome if there's players like uh you know for example trent alexander arnold who have uh double borrowed surnames you've got Haaland we just mentioned there's there's loads of other players that might you know mention only their second names uh, Ronaldo, Messi, that don't really uh, pick up as much MB that they should.
1: Yeah, exactly. You wouldn't, you wouldn't really have a headline where you're you know, like you're saying Trent Alexander-Arnold or uh, or the uh, Highland. You want to say what his full name doesn't really doesn't make sense for the newspaper's point of view. So yeah, you you think that they should they still should be getting the score it should be consistent consistent throughout. I think for all players
0: yeah um i want to end on uh 2020 and where you see fi going in that department i mean we've talked about kind of like expanding in ireland but what about international expansion and uh, are you looking forward to order books which seem to be uh, on the horizon and and so on and so forth
1: um yeah i I wouldn't be too clued up on order books um uh yeah, just uh, for twenty twenty, I'd say just get, continued expansion. Uh, I don't know about getting into Germany and those those sorts. I don't know how far away that is, but I think get getting into those is massive, especially Germany. They're they're absolutely crazy over there for football. You um, know, wouldn't have wouldn't know too much. Um, <laughs>
0: um is it is it uh scary though the prospect of order books for you or not
1: order books that's <laughs> that's when uh, you can what is it, explain that to me again that's just when you're ordered when you can set set a uh, set price or something is it to buy a player or something like that yeah
0: exactly so you'll be able to set kind of like you know if pogba's seven or six pounds 50 right now i could set a buy order for six pounds it doesn't necessarily get filled unless it's price drops down it, to there but it can still happen and similarly um, i could put a, a sell order at 750 as well if i owned yeah
1: um i don't know how would that i, don't know. I wonder how, how how does that then work with uh, is it with ipos oh, mate, there's a
0: whole rabbit hole that this, yeah. could, this could take a turn to this yeah exactly
1: um i i i kind of like the way that it is i like there where you have to actually go in and push the button. Instead of having having something set, um I think it's alright
0: about them. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'll be I think it'll be good. I think people uh, are slightly skeptical, scared of them, but I think I think it'll yeah. be good. I think it'll be I good. They,
1: they know what's best
0: for the <laughs> uh uh I, I think that's kind of all we've got time for today, man. I really thank you for coming on so close after Christmas and the day after no, boxing day. Um is, is there anything uh that you that we didn't discuss that you wanted to talk about before we uh, we got on?
1: No, I don't think so. I think we kinda of pretty much covered all the questions um, covered all the topics
0: awesome awesome uh, where can people find out about more about you and your new newly revamped yes, twitter my, profile my new adventures.
1: so they can uh, find me on twitter at Dara uh, uh, at dara. Uh, oh what's the thing of the, the line at the bottom <laughs> underscore, <laughs> underscore? <laughs> underscore 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 that's where you can find all my ramblings if you want to if you want, if, if, if you want to follow them No, that's that's this. I'm
0: hoping you put out a uh, a new Pogba thread when this goes out. Not 100%. Yeah i would have to get back on it. <laughs> Fair play, mate. Thank you very much for coming on. Uh, definitely go and follow him, and uh, keep out for his uh, keep an eye out for his awesome threads on Twitter. Uh, if you guys are commuting right now and you're already back at work, uh, it is what it is. You know, another grind, another year. Uh, happy New Year to everyone, or ha- Merry Christmas. I think this will go out just before New Year. If you're listening after New Year's, then Happy 2020. If you guys aren't commuting, doing whatever you're doing, spending time with your family, or walking the dog, or um, in the bath, scrubbing the toilet, whatever it may be. Uh, Thank you very much for for listening, doing that. Football Index is a gambling platform, so only bet what you can afford to lose and stop when the fun stops. Uh, Thank you very much all for listening. And uh, yeah, have a great day and a great 2020.